Welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. My name is Josie Smith. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a strong and sassy Enneagram 8, and a single mom of teens. And I'm here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. I'm here to share the real, the fun, the hard, the beautiful, and the challenging parts of life as an entrepreneur, building businesses, and diving headfirst into the mindset work necessary to make all of this a reality, and doing it all as a badass single mom. You'll also get inspiring and motivating conversations and interviews with some super kick-ass women who are living out their purpose and whose experience and expertise can help you in all the different areas of your life. And who knows, maybe I'll talk to the occasional dude too. As a side note, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. So, If you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started, because we're digging into all of it, and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Realign With Your Purpose. Over the next couple of weeks, I decided to record a little mini-series on a topic that seems to be really, really relevant right now to so many of the women who I talk to and who I work with. And being that I have teenagers and they've just started back to school, I feel like it's a super relevant topic for our kids too. And that topic is relationships, specifically friendships. And so over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be focusing on this topic of relationships, of friendships, because these relationships serve such an important role in our lives. We learn so much about ourselves within the context of relationships. Our relationships provide us with opportunities to grow. They challenge us sometimes. Sometimes they mirror things back to us that we might not have otherwise recognized in ourselves. Sometimes they provide us with a soft place to land when we're struggling through things, and sometimes they offer us accountability on our journey. We need other people. We're here to do life with and alongside other people. It's one of the most beautiful parts of this life we get to experience, and also sometimes one of the hardest. And I wanted to kick off this series actually with a re-release of an episode I recorded or released six months or so ago. And the reason I wanted to do this, well, there's a couple reasons. First of all, as I've talked to a lot of women recently and recognized this common theme of people finding themselves struggling in their relationships, I've shared this episode with them and they've shared that they found it super helpful. But because the podcast was under a different name at the time the episode actually first came out and Since I finally, or since I've found myself sharing it so often more recently, I thought maybe it would be good to re release it under the updated name. And just also because it's been one of the more frequently downloaded episodes that I have. So I feel like 
It's timely and relevant, and I just thought it would be a good one to share again, especially for those of you who might be new here. However, if you've been if you've been around here on the podcast since the beginning and you've already listened to all the episodes, I would encourage you to stick around anyway and see if you gain anything new from it this time around. And if you're new here or relatively new here, well, this will probably be new for you. Either way, I thought this episode would provide just a good launching point for this little mini-series. And be sure to come back for the rest of the series over the next couple weeks as we talk about everything from relationship dynamics to attachment styles to trust and vulnerability to wounding and even betrayal in friendships and so, so much more. So let's dive right in. All right, today I want to talk about our relationships, our friendships, the people we choose to allow into our inner circle, the roles these relationships play in our becoming the people we become, how they influence us for the better or for the worse. I talked a little bit about how the people in our lives influence us in episode 13 and about how it's been said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with, about how the choices and the lifestyles of the people we spend the most time with have a way of influencing our choices and our lifestyles and our ability or inability to actually live out our own purpose based on the influences of those around us. I also talked about other things that influence your life and what you ultimately do with your life, your physical environment, where you live, where you work, where you choose to spend your time. So if you haven't listened to that episode, that's episode 13, be sure to listen to that one too. I'll put a link in the show notes. Today, though, I want to focus a little more specifically on our personal relationships and the different kinds of relationships that we have, the different kinds of people we have in our lives, and whether those people are a part of our lives for just a short time or for a lifetime. Which brings me to a poem I actually want to read for you. It's called Reason, season, or a lifetime, and it's by Brian Drew Chalker. People come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. When you figure out which one it is, you will know what to do for that person. When someone is in your life for a reason, it is usually to meet a need you have expressed. They have come to assist you through a difficulty, to provide you with guidance and support, to aid you physically, emotionally, or spiritually. They may seem like a godsend, and they are. They are there for the reason you need them to be. Then, without any wrongdoing on your part, or at an inconvenient time, this person will say or do something to bring the relationship to an end. Sometimes they die. Sometimes they walk away. 
Sometimes they act up and force you to take a stand. What we must realize is that our need has been met, our desire fulfilled, their work is done, the prayer you sent up has been answered, and now it is time to move on. Some people come into your life for a season because your turn has come to share, grow, or learn. They bring you an experience of peace or make you laugh. They may teach you something you have never done. They usually give you an unbelievable amount of joy. Believe it, it is real, but only for a season. Lifetime relationships teach you lifetime lessons, things you must build upon in order to have a solid emotional foundation. Your job is to accept the lesson, love the person, and put what you have learned to use in all other relationships and areas of your life. It is said that love is blind, but friendship is clairvoyant. A couple things from that poem that are super valuable to notice. Every relationship serves a very specific purpose. Even if the relationship isn't a lifetime relationship, even when a relationship comes to an end, the end may hurt and you may be quick to want to say that the relationship was a waste of your time because it ultimately came to an end. But during the course of the relationship, that person served a purpose in your life. They met some need that you had. And during the time they were in your life, their presence provided you with something of value, something you needed. The ending of a relationship does not invalidate the relationship itself. Maybe there was a time in your life when you were going through something really hard and someone came along and helped you walk through that hard time. Maybe they were going through a hard time as well, or maybe they had recently come out of a hard time and they were able to show you the way to the other side. And you bonded over a common struggle or a common challenge. But maybe when you both came out of that struggle, you started to drift apart because you no longer had that difficult thing to keep you bonded because you'd finally come out of it and grown from it and moved on from it. And maybe you started to recognize that beyond that common struggle, you didn't have anything else in common with this person. And as hard as you tried to keep that relationship intact, to hold on to that person because they were so instrumental in your healing journey, you just drifted apart. And one day it just hits you that they're not there anymore that you just moved on and moved out of each other's lives and you wonder if you shouldn't try to reconnect or rekindle the relationship, but you know deep down that you really don't have that connection anymore. That's okay. That person came into your life for a reason and you came into their life for a reason. You both fulfilled that reason or that purpose for each other and then you moved on. You can still hold value in that relationship even if it's ended. And you don't have to try and force it to continue to be 
what it used to be because you've both grown from your time together. You helped each other grow. And in helping each other grow, you ended up growing apart. But that's what you were meant to do. You don't have to regret what was because it no longer is. You can be grateful for what was because of what and who you became through it. I can think of so many people who were such an important part of my life for a season, who came into my life during a certain time when I was doing a certain thing or experiencing a certain challenge, and who are no longer really a part of my life anymore. I had friends during a season of being in high school or college. We shared a common experience of being a student or being a certain age and going through similar things during a certain time of our lives. I had other friends during a season of being a young mom. Many of my high school and college friends sort of drifted away during this season because I had my first baby when I was 21. And most of my friends that I had during this time of my life, being that we were all newly 21, most of them were spending their time going to clubs, going to bars, going dancing, staying out all night, partying, dating. And I had a baby. And then a lot of them started getting married and spending their free time doing things with other couples. And they didn't have kids yet. And then I was single with a toddler. Just because we grew apart as we moved into different seasons doesn't mean that the relationships we had during the times when we were close didn't have value or that they didn't mean anything. Because they did. Those relationships meant the world to us, to me, when we were in them. I just wanted to take a quick second and share this incredible opportunity with you to attend an amazing event this September. September 22nd through the 24th, to be exact, in Denver, Colorado. The event is called Empower Her Live, and it's hosted by Keisha Getmeary, the host of the Empower Her podcast. And if you've been wanting to meet and connect with powerhouse, personal growth-focused women who could turn into the best friends you've ever had, who will be your cheerleaders, your support system, your accountability partners, your circle, or if you're wanting to challenge your perspective of yourself and your circumstances, or if you feel like you might need a little shift, but you're not sure what that looks like, or if you're just looking for real-life examples that the dreams you're building are even possible. Do not miss this opportunity to attend Empower Her Live in Denver, September 22nd through the 24th. Go to empowerherlive2023.com. I'll leave a link in the show notes. And if you want to save some money, the code Josie will get you $50 off any ticket to this event. This is like nothing you've ever experienced before. I can promise you that. The energy in this room, the fun you will have, the connections you will make, the absolute fullness you will leave this event feeling, it's indescribable. 
So go to empowerherlive2023.com and don't forget to use the code Josie at checkout. That's J-O-S-I-E to save $50 on your ticket. And when you do get your ticket, send me a DM and let me know you're going to be there in Denver September 22nd through the 24th because I would love to find you and hang out. You can't look back and say that you wasted your time building a relationship with someone simply because the relationship doesn't end up lasting forever. That season of your life wouldn't have been the same without those relationships. At the time, those people mean the world to you. You laugh and learn and grow and love together. You experience life together. You support each other through challenges. You need each other. But it's okay that you don't need each other forever. That you grow in different directions or move into different seasons. Which means the things you need from the relationships in your life change. And the people you could lean on in one season, you might not be able to lean on in the next season. And then there are the lifetime relationships. These are really few and far between. Most relationships you come across in your life are reason or season relationships. A true lifetime person is rare. And those relationships require the most work. For me, the only people I can truly say are lifetime people for me are my family. But not everyone even puts family in this category, and that's okay. For me, my family is there. For right now, the people in my family are my only lifetime people. That's not to say that some of the friends that I have in my life right now won't become lifetime people or that I won't meet new friends in the future that might become lifetime people. But one thing I believe is that sometimes we meet people who could be lifetime friends, but we turn them into season friends because we burn out the relationship. And when one person gets burned out in the relationship, a lot of times they end up walking away. You cannot expect one person or one relationship to be able to be everything or provide everything for you. As I've gotten older, I've really recognized that there's potential danger and even toxicity in the term best friend when it's used to describe one key friendship or relationship in your life. If you label one single person in your life as your best friend, you are putting far too much pressure on that relationship and on that person. It's okay and actually super important to have different friends or different people in your life to serve different roles. The person you go to for advice about your three-year-old's temper tantrums probably isn't the same person you want to go to for reassurance when you're having a hard time or struggling through something. The person you go to for deep, intellectual, challenging conversations 
maybe isn't the same person you're going to go to for advice when you're in an argument with your partner. The person you go to for comfort or reassurance when you're struggling through a challenging situation probably isn't the same person you want to go to for advice on a marketing strategy for your business. If you try to lean on one single person, one best friend for everything, you're going to burn out the relationship. The expectations that you place on that relationship are never going to fully be met if you expect them to be everything for you. I just had this example pop into my head, and maybe it's not a perfect example, but it's sort of a simple example, so maybe it will be relatable. A couple weeks ago, I was driving and I was sitting at a stoplight at a super busy intersection. Like we're talking six to eight lanes of traffic going north and south and six to eight lanes of traffic going east and west. And I'm like the first car in line at the red light with a ton of cars behind me. And the light turns green. So I step on the gas and my car says, nope, we're just gonna sit here. And then all my dash lights start blinking and the heat starts sputtering and the damn thing just dies. Now, even though I knew it wasn't going to start, I tried to start it again. And of course it didn't. My alternator was toast. So sitting here in the middle of honking traffic, I have some very specific needs. The first thing I need is to get my car out of there. I'm not going to call my mom because that's not something she can help me with. I'm not going to call my fitness coach because that's not something she can help me with. I'm not going to call my friend who's my accountability partner in business because that's not something she can help me with. I'm going to call my dad because he has a truck and a flatbed trailer and the ability to tow me to his shop and then drive me to my house so I can drive my daughter's car for a while while mine is getting fixed. Now, as it turned out, my dad wasn't able to make it there to get my car, so I had to call a tow truck, which then left me still needing to get a ride. And my sister lived five minutes from where I broke down, and I knew she didn't have to be to work for another several hours, so I called her. It would have been silly to call my mom. She lives much, much further. It would have been pointless for me to call my fitness coach or my friend who's my business accountability partner, or any other number of people in my circle. I was intentional about who I leaned on in this specific situation because of the specific roles they play in my life and because of the individual ways that they can or can't support me in that specific scenario. And like I said earlier, if I had tried to lean on one single person who wasn't the right person for this situation... If my car had broken down and I called the wrong person just because they were the person who I leaned on for something else, that person wouldn't have been able to help me as well as the people who did help me. They wouldn't have been able to tow my car or pick me up or help me get to where I needed to go. But if I had expected that from them, it would have been too much unnecessary pressure on the relationship because they wouldn't necessarily have the tools to help me through what I needed in that moment. If you put too much pressure on one person to be everything for you, 
the expectations you place on that relationship will never fully be met and the relationship will eventually burn out. Some relationships will burn out eventually. The people who were only meant to be in your life for a reason or a season. But then there are relationships we burn out ourselves because we just expect too much from them. We expect them to be too much. We lean too heavily on them and expect them to be everything when nobody was ever meant to be everything for another person. So if you don't want to burn out your relationships prematurely, you need to be very intentional about the roles those relationships are there to serve in your life, about leaning into them in those roles and not putting pressure on them to step into a role that they're not there to serve. And in accepting that the relationships in our lives that are here for a reason or a season still have immense value, and that just because the relationship may run its course and come to an end doesn't mean it was a waste of time or energy. Quite the opposite. It allowed us to grow, to learn, to love, and it provided us with something of value that we needed in order to grow into the next season of our life. And for that, we can feel a deep gratitude. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.